Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. <laughs> yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. <laughs> and uh, we thank you. And now, a programming update on YouTube at Ball and Buds. Join us live at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, for our combat sports special featuring UFC and combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G, and the Sports Professor to a very, 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 very special Combat Sports 2023 Year End Awards. This is going to be this Thursday at 8 p.m. A special Ball and Buds Combat Sports Clubber D. He'll be giving out awards like Boxer of the Year, Fight of the Year, KO of the Year, and all that graviness. Um, so come watch Clubber D give out what I like to colloquially call the clubbies, the combat sports clubbies. So uh, that's Thursday at 8 p.m. This Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, at okay. Ball and Buds on YouTube. Or if you're in the bottom line, Sports Facebook group, you can see it there too. Or Go ahead and subscribe to Ball and Buds YouTube at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Go ahead and subscribe there. You're going to catch myself and Clubber D, the combat G, will be on Thursday, this Thursday, uh, 1-11, January 11th at 8 p.m. Um, and so we're going to have our little different award categories, and Clubber D is going to hand out his Clubber Awards uh, for the combat sports, boxing, and MMA. So it is going to be right. hilarious fun show please don't miss out join us either at the bottom line sports on facebook or at ball and buds on youtube clubber d what do you guys say about that hey check us out we're gonna be online and, and shout out to flow shout out to canteen shout out to hot take jake you know tune in bottom line ball and buds we're gonna put on a great show on thursday i'm gonna be amped up uh you know i'm be hyped up uh i'm, I'm not gonna go to the gym t- uh, on thursday so i'll be very have a lot of energy for everybody okay i'm gonna give out my clubbers okay so i have a lot of clubbers to give out and also anybody comes in with the funniest comments i'm gonna give out a clubber to you too and i probably will give out a clubber to your wife or mom but i'll be nice that day but tune in we're gonna have fun when i do no clubbies flow this is the clubber awards okay so i'm bam club in a competition but yeah we have some fun i i got i got a couple tricks up my bag Love you, fans. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Subscribe on YouTube. And as well, go join at The Bottom Line Sports, The Bottom Line Sports again on Facebook. Join our group, and you can watch The Bottom Line Sports Sundays and Tuesday nights. Clubber D. You see that? Clubber D, what do you guys say? Don't be dusty. Don't act like you didn't check. Don't act like we didn't just tell you. Okay, watch it live, but just watch it. So I'm asking YouTube.com at Ball and Buds B A L L A N D B U D S. See you there. Bam. This is going to be a hum diddly dinga. 
You know, at the start of every episode, they always have that uh, that previously voice. Previously. That's what it sounds like. Previously on Family Guy. Oh, are they? They're doing the previously thing. Oh, 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 do do it again. Do the do a very ominous sounding, very uh, you know, omnipotent god, angry. You know, telling us some uh, information what happened in the last episode for those catching up. Previously on Family Guy. So that's what it sounds like doing the previous voice. Just get it low, get a little bit of rasp to it, and that's all there is. Previously on the Ball and Bud Podcast. Ball and Buds is back. I'm a UFC and combat sports expert. Let me tell you, no one on planet Earth knows the UFC, MMA, and boxing, aside from Daniel Cormier, like this man right here. Star of the show, your favorite UFC and combat sports insider, soon to be, by the way. If Daniel Cormier, you need a new co-host, Clubber D is ready. And and, and Cormier, you know... We would work well together because, for starters, you know, you don't like to change somebody. But first thing I tell them, look here, brother, we need to have that talk. Let's get that hairline up out of there. All right? We already know we know you're kind of light up there. I've been there. I know how it feels, okay? Go ahead and handle that, and then we could be, you know, the ball brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's D.C., D.C. squares. You know, it is what it is. He's from Louisiana. My parents are from Louisiana. It's 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 a, it's a match made in MMA heaven. So, you know, I got you. And uh, Omar, you forgot to let them know, okay? I'm also the after-the-fact king, so if I'm wrong, I'm right after the fact, okay? So sometimes I might say the wrong thing, but in hindsight, I was actually meaning something else, So I was actually going to set that up. So even if you're 0 for 20, what does that mean for your predictions, my friend? That means I'm 20 and 0 on the flip side of things, you know what I mean? (laughs) If you see a girl at the bar and you buy her a drink and she doesn't take the drink, you don't get mad, you just double fist, okay? So you still win, you know what I'm saying? You got to be on the bright side of things. The after the fact king, I got you, Cormier. Okay, I got you, brother. I, I respect everything you've done. You are a Hall of Famer. But all I do know is we need a DC squared MMA show on ESPN. ESPN, holla at us. I'll get you the contact information for Clubber D, the combat. Hey, y'all saving money. I'm with it. Y'all cut just about everybody. Y'all need some new blood, some new old Yo. blood. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yo, we do, we don't want that much. Sure. We ain't asking for a lot. Yeah, I'm not asking for that. I, I, I'll, I'll go, you know. Trust me, I'm dusty. I'll, I'll, I'll take anything. A, a million between the two of us? We just yeah, need to have yeah, <laughs> We'll take it. Easy. ESPN, come holler at PCS. Don't nobody care about any of those things. Who the hell cares? Don't nobody want to hear about that mess. We're all here to listen to Clubber D, the Combat G, the Tinder, OK Cupid, Black Planet, Mi Henta, 
Farmers Meetup, Christian Mingle. Match. I am the original swindler. I've been to Maine to Miami. I've flown from Miami to Montana. I rode a bike from Montana to Maui. All on your mother's dime. Now let's go. Back to your favorite combat sports duo and your favorite UFC, our ball and buds, UFC insider, right? Let me make sure we get that straight because people have been trying to come and steal them. People have been trying to deactivate ball and buds on Facebook. The man has been trying to come get us because they're trying to get you, Clubber D, to come to them. And we're not letting you leave unless it's ESPN. So, my friend, welcome. What do you have to say to the people? You know, first of all, the people out there thank you i love all the emails all the all the gifts I've, i got flowers last week you know what i'm saying somebody sent those over you know say there, there's some nice edibles you know they were they were great uh edible arrangements sorry i got you on that one but you know it's, it, it's great you, you know yeah you thought you thought you know we'll lose your bourbon street uh let's not clubber d has brought back the meaning to the bricks we ain't talking about you being in, in New Jersey with the outsiders no more. That's no, right. no, 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 no. You, might, you might see Reggie Noble behind me. You, Red Man might just bust through. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Pause at that side of the Out, out to Red Man. That's right. Pause on that. And a shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. You know we love you both, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. Also, again, welcome, Ball and Buds. We are here live for what used to be our UFC pre-shows because we go live before every UFC pay-per-view, but it's turned into more of a combat show because everyone kept emailing in and saying we wanted more of Clubber D's, not only UFC, but boxing and MMA analysis. So before we get started, I want to give my shout out and the crew at Let's Talk Sport doing big things for the whole community, bringing all of us together. It's an amazing time, that shout out, and the amazing work. That being said, let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off. All right, let's do this. He's with the millions. It's that world heavyweight flow. Championship belt wrapped around my waist. Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow. Slam you on the pavement. That's why they call me Street Pro. Create heat on beat flow. Like Jordan after the second time he three-peated folks. Get ready, set, let's go. Like toe to toe, release the flow created by this micro lights camera get low. Action back, back to back, in fact, this monster will go. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Hot like winter cold. Bust these fools, anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning over time. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes, you're looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bowl. You can't prepare, now get ready for the show. Introducing, from parts unknown, your UFC and Combat Sports Insider, Clever D, the Combat G, and the Sports Professor. Uh... <laughs> yo, 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 what up, friends? You know who it is here with you, Ball and Buds Sports and Entertainment, back again with our combat sports special for UFC 296, the huge, huge boxing card coming up in the next weekend. And so we came to give you our Christmas special. And so we are joined by the star of the show, my friend and your favorite, 
the Combat Sports and UFC Insider, Clubber D, the Combat G. What's good, my brother? That's right. We're back. You know, the real star of the show is Bajwan in the background acting like he's cleaning the kitchen when he's really not. He's just back there lurking. But, you know, that's all good. We're here. We're making it work. You know what I'm saying? We got we got a, a Omar down there in, in, in 757 hanging out with our peoples down there. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some fun today. Because we're going out to many channels on the Bottom Line Sports, on Let's Talk Sports, on Ball and Buds. Please, please go to YouTube and subscribe to Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D. B-U-D-S. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button like the kids say. Go ahead and give us a, a, a like and, a, and all that good stuff. Go listen to us on all your podcasts. And as well, please join the Bottom Line Sports Facebook group. We have an amazing time there. And if you like sports, you would want to be a part of this. So shout out to Flo, Can, and Hot Take Jake over at the Bottom Line. Shout out to IOW Sports, Mar and them watching out. Shout out to Let's Talk Sports, our sponsor. Uh, rest in peace, Dan Harris. We miss you. And Clubber D, man, is that a Suns jersey you're wearing, my friend? Hey man, we're here to talk about fights. We're not here to talk about uh, other sports, okay? We're here to talk about combat sports, all right? We're not talk about, here to talk about sorry, pathetic <laughs> Uh, front-loaded, star-studded teams that that just the fourth quarter they're just terrible in. Every game we lose in the fourth quarter. I I can watch up to the third quarter and then I'm done. I'm sick of this. All right, I stay up and watch this mess. You know, I'm, I'm, you know what? Let it happen again. When I see them, when they come to uh, play the Wizards, let it happen again. All right, because I'll get on the let court. Co- I might wait. You were I might do a late, you went, do Wait, you were you were live at the game and saw this in person then. No, no, no. I said when they come to, to oh, watch oh, and play the Wizards. Come, when they come. Okay. You know, they played the Knicks and Phoenix last night. I was going to go, but uh, I had to do the show today, and somebody's mother kept on bugging me. You know, she had woke me up because I left my CPAP machine at the house. I didn't have one at her house, but that's another story, neither here nor there. But, you know, we're we making things work today. We're talk, here to talk about boxing, MMA, and uh, any other felonious acts. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the CPAP gang. Uh, right. We we are all in Dallas minus Clubber D, and uh, we got a little gentleman here that wanted to come say hello. You want to wave hello on live television? Come on, nephew, say hello. 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 Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, this Here's is Santi. Yeah. My man. All right, now uh, you okay? We'll catch you later. All right, brother. Well, five dollars too. I'll get him. But go ahead. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again. We appreciate you being here with us. Our next show, by the way, will be for UFC 297 on January 20th. So be on the lookout for that. That being said, we're going to start off with boxing. We know UFC 296 is coming on in a few hours. Huge, huge card for UFC 296 to UFC, excuse me, 296 to end the year. But We've got boxing, and right. boxing is hot and heavy right now, my friend. Devin Haney, Devin the Dream Haney, went out last week and put a show on. Proved that he belonged at the weight that he moved up to. So can you please tell everyone, first of all, where was he before that? What weight did he move up to? And what kind of challenges did he face in that, in that weight game? I mean, Devin Haney's the truth. The, the, the kid's only, what, 25, 26 years old. I think he just turned 26. Uh, two-time undisputed. I mean, he's, he's one undisputed, getting all the major four belts in his weight class at 135. Won it overseas in Australia fighting at George Cambosa, taking less money. And then in the contract, he had to defend the belts if he won in Australia. Did that, came back to America, beat Lomachenko. I don't care what one says. Beat Lomachenko. His resume is 
Rival to him is probably Teofimo Lopez at, at that weight class as far as young, good fighters. But he moved up to 140, vacated his belts at 135, and he beat uh, Regis Progress with a WBC. And um, he looked phenomenal. Knocked him down in the third round. He looked bigger, looked fuller. His complaint was always he has no power. He can't knock no knock anyone out, you know. But it looked like an amateur show. He outboxed him, used all the, the boxing angles, knocked him down in the third round. Majority decision in the 12th. I mean, he had a woozy. I mean, he was he was two stepping on Bourbon Street because he is from Louisiana, from from New Orleans. Regis Progress was outclassed, looked like an amateur. Devin Haney is the truth. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm team Haney, Haney all the way. And, and I might fight you if you disagree with me. Wow. And so know. also, I mean, I, I just want to ask about this because it was a shutout pretty much that he yeah. put over Regis. Uh, I don't want to mess up his last Progress. name, but progress uh i mean he was supposed to be a, a decorated fighter and oh, yeah. this guy haney came in and just demolished him just shut him out yeah regis is a good fighter he uh he only loss he has is a debatable to uh, josh taylor over in uh across the pond in um in europe i think it was in, in england at josh in josh taylor's hometown uh announced to be undisputed at 140 so he is a good fighter he has good power too but he got his butt whooped and the thing about devin haney he would cut weight to get to 135. He had a weigh-in three times against Lomachenko just to make that weight. He looked bigger. He looked fuller. Pause if necessary. Uh, at 140, uh, Tank already called it out saying that day of the fight, he was 165. So he was, he's obviously the bigger guy. You know what I'm saying? He's a bigger dude. And uh, shut up. But, uh, you know, he's he, he's a man. He's finally fighting at a weight class that's good for him. And he's already talking about moving to 147. You know, the kind of called out Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman kind of ducked the fade. Uh, the end game could be a Terrence Crawford, which would be phenomenal. But um, he's he's what boxing should be. He's trying to get all the belts, prove to everybody he's the best. Not saying, oh, look at me. Uh, I made I made 30 million. That makes me a better fighter. No, that doesn't make you a better fighter. Just means that you made a lot more money. This is this is called this is a sport of boxing combat sports, not the sport of, uh, you know, look at my look at my bankroll. You know, it's it, it comes hand in hand. Yes, you should make the money, but I'm worried about your fighting. I don't care if you made 40 million. Are you the best fighter? It's, you know, that's how it should be. That's why UFC is better than boxing at the moment because uh, in MMA, you can't run and hide. These fighters got to fight. Uh, the fighters definitely got to fight because Dana White's going to put you up if you want to or not. That being said, I agree with you completely. I think Devin Haney is one of the best young boxers we have seen in a long, long time. And it's very interesting, right, that we talked about how he's moved up. Because he had a Shakur Stevenson fight if he really, really, or not if he really wanted. Apparently, the rumors are that he says Shakur was ducking him. I don't know about that. Shakur um, turned it down. Okay. So maybe he is ducking him. But he's he, now he turned, moved. It was less money. But, I okay. mean, you're you're trying to fight the, the champion with all the belts. So you're not, you're not the A-side. So Haney took less money to get all the belts. So if you're not willing to do the same just complaining besides he wasn't going to stay at 135 it's going to take a lot of a lot of money for him to come back down in my and opinion. so tell us about that tell tell us the fans what's interesting about that him moving up to 140 and maybe even 147 and some fighters that he might face you talk about like for Shakur no 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 I'm talking about for uh Dehaney oh well Haney's, he's at 40 so I think personally if he doesn't move to 147 I think the plan might be um uh, Matisse who's a monster right now he's from Puerto Rico this man Look at everybody. Yo, I saw highlights for yeah. the first time. I was like, he's my new favorite fighter ever. The last, the last five fighters he has faced have all quit. They, they quit on the stool. And 
verbally like, ah, we're done. One of the fighters he fought this here. Gave the the, it gave him the no-mas. It gave him the no-mas. I mean, this guy, he's he's legit, legit. I mean, he's he's IBF champ. Um, so he fought an uh, individual, unfortunately, at the uh, National Harbor MGM, and a, and a fighter ended up passing away. You know, he beat him that bad. And um, so he is the boogeyman at the division. So they're already talking about him fighting um, Tiafima Lopez, who just signed a fight for, uh, I think, March or February against Juliana uh, Jermaine Ortiz. For him, for them to fight Puerto Rican Day Parade weekend in New York, because they're trying to, he has no real American appeal. Um, you know, I, I don't know if his English is very, if he speaks English well or, or halfway decent, but they're, they're trying, trying to angle for that fight because Tiafima is from New York. Um, he's not Puerto Rican. I believe he's uh, half Mexican, half Honduras, but. Uh, Matisse is Puerto Rican. They want to do it on a Puerto Rican Day Parade, kind of like how Cotto used to fight in, or Edward Berlanga. He would fight also in Puerto Rican Day Parade uh, in Madison Square Garden um, in the small room. But that's a fight they're trying to go for. And then, so Devin Haney has a WBC. That's the green belt, people. IBF is the red one. That's what Matisse has. The black one is the WBA. Um, and that's what Roy Romero has. And they're trying to say him against Ryan Garcia might fight. Okay. So, and Tia Fima was the last one with the belt. He has a WBO, which is a um, maroon-looking belt. So, if you get Matisse and Tia Fima fight each other, that's unification. So, that's two two belts right there. If whoever wins against Ryan Garcia or uh, Will Ramirez might fight Devin Haney, that's unification. So, you got two unification belts lined up, which will lead to undisputed after that. The champions will fight each other. But there's a lot of fighters at 140. You got, you got Brandon Lee. You got... Uh, uh, Gary Russell's brother, Gary Antoine Russell. It's crazy. Sidebar: Gary Russell. He's from Brandywine, PG County. Three of his brothers, they're they're all boxers. Think for them, they're all boxers. All of them are named Gary Russell. It's like George Foreman. Same name, just different middle name. So it's kind of weird. But he has his brother at 140, who's who's pretty good as well. And you got a Richard Hitchison, um, aka King Kong. Uh, I think he's from some part of Africa. I don't know, but. He's a good fighter. So you got a lot of fighters. Yeah, he's from Africa. You got it's a lot of fighters at one four. It's probably the best division in boxing right now. So I used to box that division back in the nineteen eighties, but you know how to retire. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I got a If if you believe that that man fought at one forty, I have uh, I have a nice boat to sell you. Well, how big is the boat? Was it uh like a speed? No, he really, he really did. I have no boat to sell you. He really did fight at 140. <laughs> he was a cruiserweight. No, that's not cruiserweight. I'm tripping. Uh, anyway, so okay. Any any other news on Devin Haney? Maybe versus a another name that you talked about there. I mean, right now he's Devin Haney's been doing having a war with Tank uh, mm-hmm. Tank Davis out of Baltimore. They've been going back and forth. I just listened to a, a soundbite Tank saying, "Have your boss call my." Call me, you're nobody. You make no money. That don't take. Look, you're about to fight Pitbull Cruz. Nobody wants to see that fight on Amazon. Tank has nobody on his resume close to Devin Haney, and I like Tank, but let's let's call a spade a spade. He doesn't fight nobody until he fights somebody respectable. Then I'll probably be more on on Tank's side. But all this blabbering out the mouth about money and money, f all that. Fight. You know what I'm saying? Fight the man. Let's go. Stop all this uh, jibber jabber. You know, you guys are. This is in the business of fighting, so. Why? Why does all this other stuff have to, you know, call my have your boss call me and I'm the man and I run? Ah, shut up, man! Come on. Just I agree. Rain. You know, we both agree with on this that you know boxing should be prioritizing the most enticing, the best, the money making matchups because boxing is just a money sport. That's all it is. So me and you don't understand why some of these cats 
just don't want to make the money that they should yeah. be making. So, you know, that's kind of hard. Now, speaking of people who want to make money or have been making money, but now want to be an actual boxer, Jake Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul had his first loss. His first loss, and he went back in the gym, and he actually said he finally started taking things seriously. Now, they put him up against a professional boxer named Andre August. I'm not going to hate on the man. He got a 10-2-1 record, but he ain't fought in two years. Yeah. Jake Paul had a first-round knockout, a devastating uppercut, which just left the dude shivering like he was cold or something. I'm not sure. Uh, my friend, what do you think about this fight? What do you think about Jake Paul actually saying he wants to go win a title and the traditional route? Uh, I mean, Jake Paul, I, I, I give him credit. He doesn't play boxing. He actually does take it serious. Um, I like the fact that he showcases women boxers on his cards all the time. So we're trying to bring a uh, bring light to the women's side, side of boxing. You know what I'm saying? Last night he had a uh, uh, Francine Desern, uh Francine Cruz Desern, who's from uh, uh, PG County up here in Maryland. Uh, she was on a car. She it. won. So, you know, he he, he does promote women side by side. I give him that. That's, the that's Boricua. Cool. The Boricua. She can't fight, though. I, I'm not, you know, yeah, I but know, I, I, I know. I know. She can't fight. We didn't hear her watch it last night. But um, but uh, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, we're cool like that. But um, when it comes to boxing, all right. Okay, yes, you fought. MMA guys that can't box, cool, whatever. Uh, you, you fall Tyson Fury's brother, you lost that fight. And now he's starting to, okay, fights his first fighter, hasn't fought in two years. I don't think it was a dive, it was a legit fight. Um, he looked decent, but keep, I don't know about being a champion, but if it's gonna bring more people to the sport to watch and, and showcase other fighters, I'm with it, you know? Cause it's kind of like back in the day when Tyson would fight and Christy Martin would be on the undercard. And it brought a lot of uh, people want to watch, you know, female boxing at that time and just watch her fight because it'd be a knockout. Uh, then, you you know, Layla Ali, people like that. But, I mean, Jake Paul, he, he's... He's getting better. I'll put it like that. I can't put him as, like, a top, you know. I He's a, he's a decent prospect. How about that? He's a decent prospect. You're muted. Follow-up question you from the... From the mute master follow-up question um do you think he will actually win a title one day absolutely not mm -mm. really you don't think he's, he's he's still 20 26 27 he can he's still young enough uh no no he's not no wow it's hard it's not he doesn't look like okay only a few people have picked up boxing late in their life uh sergio martinez the one who knocked out paul williams a great champion Ooh, he, picked up he boxing was a beast. very late he picked up boxing in his twenties. Uh, it's very rare people could pick up boxing at a late late age, and I'm talking even 18, 19 is, is late to pick up boxing. A lot of these people been doing this for since they were little. Um, you, when you, if you see him with a skilled fighter, it's going to be a problem. Like a person who knows what they're doing, it's going to be a problem. And so that's the other follow-up I have is I heard you said you didn't think it was a dive. And I don't know to a, to a and you have more knowledge, obviously, than I do. But to a, a, a person like myself, it looked like it. Hey, Santi, hold on one second. It looked like it could have been a dive. So what? Uh, that, that, that uppercut hit. That thing hit legit. That was okay. that was legit, legit. He, he uh, with a C-Senor and, uh, and, you know, 
He did, but it was weird too because Tim Bradley called it at like the exact time. He was like, "Oh, he needs to stop ducking." Now yeah. Tim Bradley's one of the is one of the best analysts out, so he probably would have yeah. called that anyways. But he was like, "Oh, he needs to stop ducking," and it came right when the uppercut. And I was like, "Hmm." I mean, Jake Paul could just be listening to his trainers, you know, saying they're yelling at you. If, if, like the guy hasn't fought in two years, so the guy's pretty rusty. Um, you know, he had a you know legit background, kinda, but. You know, the guy was older, uh, hadn't fought for two years, you know, so they, they, they like Santa Briggs calls them pies. You like, like fighters, they want you in there just to get your reps with, you know, and that's basically what he was. He wasn't somebody that, that would pose any type of threat to Jake Paul. He was just somebody to get in there that they know he can take care of. Um, and it, it shows you right there. If you're ducking that, you don't do that in boxing. You don't do that. What are you, a matador? Like, I don't, what are you, what are you going under uh, a ladder? Like, why are you ducking? You don't do that. So stuff like that tells you the level of opposition that he's going against when they do stuff like that. You know what I mean? You can't, I mean, it's like, uh, what's I was, I was wondering that myself. Cause I'm just like watching him and he's got a good stance, but then he just keeps doing this ducking thing with his shoulders. And I'm like, dude, you're going to get caught at some point. So like I said about, uh, when tank knocked out Ryan Garcia and all the tank, uh, tank sexuals, uh, kind of like bronze sexuals. They were like, Oh, uh, he's fighting Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is a glorified, uh, above average fighter. He's not nothing special and fought nobody. I mean, Ryan Garcia's last fight, he was doing a shoulder roll, and I'd never seen a shoulder roll turn to a spin move. I thought he was Michael Jackson doing a, uh, I thought he was doing beat it or something like that. He spun around. I was like, what is that? He ran like, just certain things, if you watch the sport long enough, you'll see mistakes that people do, and it's like, okay, all right. Now I see Wait, why they say you can't play box. So you're saying he was Draymond Green hitting their <laughs> Oh well, first of all, you don't first of all, you don't cheap shot a son's player, okay? We don't we you don't we don't tolerate that, Draymond, okay? You're lucky I wasn't there. I would I would I would go on the court, okay? I would have done I would have done nothing, but I would went on the court. My problem with this is this sidebar. Why do you okay, if I'm on a team and my teammate gets hit in the face by somebody who obviously did it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna wail off on him. You know, I mean, he's gonna get one of these. You know, oh, I, I'm taking the suspension off the bench. Yeah, I'm at like, least, why uh, did you make a hit like that? What's going on? By the way, if you didn't see the the WWE reel that was going around the internet, it was made out of the WWE jet graphics. It was just Draymond just messing everybody up. He got like a sleeper hold on Gobert. It's hilarious. Uh, Ian oh, said. Uh, oh man. Ian said. Uh, What's in the fridge, Professor? I, I can tell you what's in that fridge. Um, Goya, Kraft, and uh, probably a little bit of uh, double. That's about it. Bajo, come here. Bajo, come here and defend yourself, sir. I need, I need you to come sit down real quick. Uh, Clubber D said the only... This is, by the way, my brother Bajo, Malave. You see him, he looked like a boxer. He big like a boxer. Anyways, um, Dion Club said that the only thing in your fridge is Goya, adobo, and uh, possibly some sazon, uh, but there's uh, no food. Craft, craft, and rice. Oh, you say craft also. Um, what do you have to say? You can respond. I, I don't have any food in my fridge. I don't, I don't have food in my fridge. Oh, you don't have food? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I guess I have to agree since he's here. There you go. I guess there we're making go. burgers. We're making burgers out of thin air over here. See, you got me in trouble now. I asked for burgers, and now yeah, you got yeah, me in trouble. Stop derailing the show. Get out of here, uh, it's, it's, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Hey, this hey there, is Bajuan Malave. Everybody, check out his comedy before he leaves. He performs at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach, so if you're ever there, go check him out. And Damn if not, right. please go check out his comedy online. Thank you, brother. Good stuff. 
All right, awesome. All right, so, derailing Darnold over there. Let's go. I know, right? Speaking of, let's now move on to the um, Inouye fight. So on the 26th, uh, he will have a bout against WBA and IBF champion Marlon Tapales of the Philippines. And so he right now holds the WBC and WBO. It is the Super Bantam weight. So Niall, uh, I always get his first name wrong. Just, Inouye. Just say the monster. Just say the monster. The monster. What do you yeah. got on this, my brother? Uh, he's the man. I mean, his last fight was against Steve Fulton. Uh, Steve Fulton uh, brought his belts over Japan. He made a good, uh, made made some good money. I was I was sad that Fulton got his butt whooped in the eighth round. He he was TKO. I mean, it was a butt whooping. I mean, he he almost knocked his rat tail off. Uh, but um, so he's undisputed at one eighteen bantamweight. Okay, mind you, that's that's very it's a, it's a low weight class. Now he's moving up to super bantamweight or junior featherweight, whatever you want to call it, at one twenty two, and. He's taking the two belts that he won, uh, fighting against uh, uh, what's what's the cat's name? Top, topless, top, topaz, whatever. It doesn't matter what his name is. He's about to lose. Okay, so Monster is going to be two times the next. He's be the second uh, male to be uh, two two different uh, weight class um, champion, uh, undisputed champion. First was Terence Crawford, obviously who did one forty one forty seven, but uh, they had a monster will be undisputed at uh, junior featherweight one twenty two um, in about a week or so. That's that's all people need and, to know about that fight. And so he's moved up though. How many weight classes now? Um, I think it's been so about five, five weight classes now that he's moved up. I think he started at like one. Oh Lord, where did he start? Probably, probably about three or four because a lot of them are close together within like one ten, one twelve. All that stuff's like super light people you know people that i would my, my my leg weighs more to them so you know he's moved up and i know after beat stephen fulton they were talking about tank i was like there's no way he's get killed when you fall tank he's too small too small are, are, you, are you referencing your are you referencing a third leg we're not pausing right now so let's just keep that that's just that's All right. just well you had three <laughs> reckless ones earlier that i did not call yeah, out that, row, that's just the like the third leg that's like to the 10th degree that's not even <laughs> All right. it's danger zone <laughs> So, anyways, all right. So he's going. He's going for his second undisputed after Terrence Crawford, as Clubber D said. Santi's bringing me some spoiled milk. I appreciate it's you, brother. I know uh, it's not spoiled. Okay. So moving on to the huge, huge bout, December twenty third. Right. It is called the Day of Reckoning. Um, there are a bunch of names on this fight, uh, on this card, excuse me, including Deontay Wilder fighting Joseph Parker. In the co-main event, the main event is going to be Anthony Joshua versus Otto Wallin. And then we also have a Dimitri Bevel sighting mm-hmm. on this card. So can you tell me, first of all, why is uh, Bevel on this card? Is it just for name status? And then after that, can you please move into the co-main event of yeah. Anthony uh, Par- uh, Wilder versus Parker? So this this card was, was, was originally supposed to be... Um... Tyson Fury versus Usyk, but uh, Francis Ngannou put that beat down on Tyson Fury, so they had to move this date. And uh, like I said before, they got a lot of money out in, out in the Middle East, in Saudi Arabia. They got a lot of money there. They're, they're, they're throwing out, and they're trying to put on the good fights and have the fights go over there because Americans can't, Americans can't get it right and have it here in Vegas. So they got the money; they're putting it up for everybody to, to get everybody fat and happy. So you know, I was about to come out of there in retirement, but my, my prosthetic toe—I can't get past you the commission. But anyways. Um, yeah, uh, they got Dimitri Bivol on this fight because Bivol hasn't fought all year. Uh, I think last time he fought was last year against uh, 
uh, Gilberto Ramirez, where he uh, put the beat down to him. Um, and so they want to kind of get him active. He wants, they want that uh, that undisputed against a Better Beef, which hopefully will be good, um, which will happen. But Better Beef is fighting uh, Liam Smith, or, or I think one of the Smith brothers, one of the great brain, one of the one of those TN Crumpets over there. It's fighting them. And then he's got Ramadan, and then hopefully he'll fight after that. So that's the fight they're angling for, but they want to keep Bivol busy. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I got uh, Bivol's going to win that fight. It's just something to keep him busy. You know what I mean? And uh, you want me to jump straight into Wilder, he said? He's still muted. Okay. Yeah, you, and, so, no, no, I would say, I would say, I would, no, no, sorry about that. I was saying you can. I was going to let you go. But, anyways, let me set it up then. So, the yeah, day yeah. of reckoning, we got Deontay Water versus Joseph Parker. Um, obviously, most people thought that this was going to be a setup, and I'll let you get into that. But gotcha. we have two former world heavyweight champions right now. Um, mm-hmm. Parker resigned as the WBO champion from 2006 that he was held from 2016 to 2018 and Wilder was the WBC champion from 2015 to 2020. So you have two heavyweights that held the belt for at least two years. Wilder is 43-2 and one with 42 KOs. That means he has knocked out every single person except one person and uh he's fighting parker with a 33 and 3 record with 23 ko's so not a slouch on his own when it comes to knocking people out so there was a fight in obviously that we're looking forward to and again i will let you get into all that what do you think about this fight yeah man uh so parker i mean parker's good he's he he beat andrew reese uh to to, to become that wbo champion and then he lost to um uh, Anthony Joshua, when, when Joshua was the unified champion, grabbing all the belts, but Wilder's belt back at that time. Um, you know, Parker's a real good fighter. He had a little skid because he had lost to uh, Joshua, and then he lost to um, Dillian White right after that. They went on a winning streak and then got knocked the hell out by uh, Joe Joyce, Joe the Juggernaut Joyce, who's a good, good British fighter. Knocked him out. Uh, I think it was in a 12th or 11th round. He was he was sleeping. But, you know, he's a good, good, good fighter out of New Zealand. He's very active. The problem with him is that I think it's a confidence thing sometimes. I think if he feels uh, beaten or if he doesn't feel like he can do it, he's not going to have great performance. Um, uh, with that being said, but on, on, uh, on in hindsight, Wilder, Wilder hasn't fought in what I wrote it down. 14, in 14 months, okay, he's had only two minutes of 57 seconds of boxing. He fought Robert Hellenius and knocked him out uh, almost in the second round, basically the end of the first round. So he hasn't really boxed. And, you know, he was coming off those two losses to Tyson Fury back-to-back, which are both knockouts, you know. So uh, with that time off, I'm worried that he's, he might be chinny. And chinny just means that easily you have, you have a glass chin, you might get knocked out or or knocked woozy. Um, like, like you said, with Wilder, his record, uh, impeccable. I mean, I don't know anybody that has knocked down everyone he's fought. He's only not even Mike Tyson. Not even Mike Tyson had that many knockouts in fights. I've never seen power like this. And this man's only maybe 217 pounds, 212. That's why the weight, that's why two of the belts are making a a But he is built like a Greek god. Like he is built like something I've never seen before. Pause. Mm. He's very wiry, and that's what he's 6'7. He has that, it's like a whip the way he, uh, you know, does his hooks. And he has. Anyone who watches boxing will tell you that he has no boxing skills. He's not a skillful boxer. He's not like Usyk. He's not like Fury. But his power makes up for all that stuff. You know, if, if you see him fight, those punches come from all over. Now, a skilled boxer can catch him. You know, um, his last fight against Fury, 
He kept to the game plan for the first two or three rounds, going to the body, having a jab, and then resorted back to his old ways. Robert Helanius wasn't really a sample size to see if he's in, uh, improved as much with Malik Scott being his trainer. But with this fight, I got <sighs> scary because they already announced, you know, him versus Joshua before these fights even happened. And they already messed up by doing that with, with, with Fury and Usyk for 23rd. So now with this thing, they're going to fight on March 9th, I, I, I'm scared there's going to be an upset, okay? In this fight, there can be an upset. But the upset won't be next week, okay? Because he's going to knock Parker out prior to third round, okay? Parker's going to think he's back in New Zealand uh, chasing a dingo or something like that. He's going to be over there. You know, he he, he might – I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But, you know, he might think he's back home, all right? Because this could be one of those things. <laughs> not I don't care if he – I don't care if he knows the tribal chief. I don't care who he's going to get. He is not going to beat Wilder. I do not see that. Wilder is going to knock him out. Put that right there. I completely agree. Wilder is going to not. I, I, again, we don't want to discredit Parker. He's a very, very tough he's fighter. He's very good. But Wilder's power is on another level. And if he catches you, like you said, just one time, that's all it takes. And you are oh, done so. Now, he is not the greatest boxer. <laughs> Uh, that we know, um, and there are better, and one that would be considered better as a technical boxer, but one that has had his own troubles that you just mentioned, Anthony Joshua, yeah. losing a couple fights there. He is in the main event against Otto Wallin. And so with this fight, right, we're looking at a former... You know, pretty dominant heavyweight champion, still good record, 26 and 3, 23 KOs, going against Ottawa Lean, who was 26 and 1, but only one loss, a little less powerful, 14 KOs. Um, but Joshua's 34 and has limited experience against Southpaws. And mm -hmm. Waleen is coming in as a Southpaw. How does that affect the fight? And how do you think this will play out? Well, and that's the thing, like. Joshua, he's fought a lot of shorter guys. This guy's Wadling, he's 6'5". He fought Robert Helanis, who's the same person that, that Wilder fought um, in his last fight and knocked him out, I think, in the seventh or eighth round. Um, it only took, excuse me, it only took Wilder one round to get rid of him. Um, Joshua gets hit, okay? And he's he's he has changed training uh, 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 coaches again. So the reason why he's not with Derek James, and Derek James is the one who trains uh, one of the Charlo twins. He trains uh, Frank Martin. He trains uh, Earl Spence. Trains Ryan Garcia. He's a great, he's a good trainer, but he wasn't going to fly him out to uh, England, or he wasn't going to come to America. So he has uh, Ben Davis, who was uh, Tyson Fury's old trainer, as his trainer right now for this fight because he's already in England. And Adewaline, uh fought Tyson Fury in Vegas when when Fury came out looking like Apollo Creed with all the American stuff on, and that clip we see uh, him ducking all those punches. That's against Adewaline, and that fight was actually pretty close. Okay, went the distance. It was actually a pretty close fight. This guy is no slouch. He is a good. He's a good boxer. Um, so I'm eager to see how Joshua reacts to him because Joshua gets frustrated. Like when he fought Usyk twice in a row, he got real frustrated because Usyk was putting 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 knees to his face and it showed him angles he's never seen. That didn't sound right, but you know it's just one of those things where uh, you know J Joshua needs to watch out. And, and Al Walin, he is six five. He's a, he's a, he's a tall, lanky, rangy fighter. So this might help him when he fights. Uh, um, um, uh, Wilder, because Wilder is six seven and very uh, linky fighter as well. So it's not so often when you're at that height, you fight guys your height or taller. You know, so this should be very, very interesting. Um, 
I'm worried about Wilder fight, Wilder winning, and this this uh, the date of March 9th, um, the day of the greatest rapper of all time. You know what died on, but um, I'm worried about Joshua losing also. So this this is a tough one. I think this one will go the distance, and but I got Joshua winning this by the majority decision. I think I think he uh, he might. I think he's gonna knock uh, Walling down um, probably two or three times in this fight, but I don't see him knocking him out. Uh, I do. So you see think Walling is that good to go the distance? I mean, Joshua, he went to the distance with um, or, or Jermaine Franklin, who's a really good fighter, and he should have he he should have he should have took took care of him earlier, but he he didn't. And um, I, it's it's the train the change of a trainer, uh, you know, and this is like his what. Fourth trainer in the last four fights, he had Robert Garcia. Yeah, he's he changed, had yeah. Uh, uh, James. He had someone else, but you know he's switching a lot of different trainers. So, you know, I, I, I like Joshua. Um, I don't like when he tries to act too tough because it's not his. It's not his style. You know, he was. It's not him. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he was like, I want to be Nikki Bonds. I want to be Frank Lucas. Oh, no, 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 Be Paddington the Bear. Be the Spice Girls. Be the people over there. Don't try to act like you coming over here. You want to be a big time. Act like you're tough or something like that. Like, dude, just just relax. That's not your style. You're, he's a, you're a great person. You you don't need to act like you want to be these these thugs. He's he's American. You know, what I'm saying like, come on, bro. He's I want to be Frank Lewis. Okay, Frank, man, sit down. Sit down. Stop! Just stop. Or 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 Frank Wright White, which would be an apt comparison, seeing how you use March 9th uh, oh, as the date go. of. Hey, you see, we connect and dot. There we go. Yep. Most most people most people probably don't know who we're talking about. Can you yeah. can you tell Ian? Can you tell Ian and all our friends in Australia who we're talking about? Yeah, uh, on on a night in uh, California, I think it was L.A. Uh, March 9th is when Biggie was gunned down. Okay, so one of uh, one of the great rappers we like from the '90s, who uh, who's weird but I still love his stuff, Cannabis. You know, said one of the greatest rappers died on March 9th. You know, in his died first on March 9th. Yeah, I think that was a diss song against LL Cool J, second round knockout. Whoa, you know? yeah, it sure was. And if you go back again, that that disc came from four three two one, where LL thought mm-hmm. that uh, cannabis just him and took his mic off his arm. Y'all don't know about the deep cuts of hip hop. Y'all need to go learn hip hop. Hey, you don't want to borrow this. You want to idolize, and you don't want to make me mad. You want to socialize. So let's keep it going. Ooh. Oh, we got it. We got it today. Oh, 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 oh. It. Hey, the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Let's get it. So the day of reckoning is coming next week. We have those two heavyweight boxing matches. That's going to be awesome obviously yes, setting up hopefully for what we expect to be a march 9th as you mentioned heavyweight battle between wilder and joshua which we will preview for you in the future again um while we're here at the halfway point y'all please go ahead and hit that subscribe button are you on youtube right now go check out ball and buds hit subscribe get all those videos that we putting out all the funny stuff if you haven't seen hot take jake wearing his wife's hat Please, oh, please go watch that video because you're going to look like a great value undertaker. I mean, it's, we can cuss on here, right, Omar? We're, we cussing yes, today? Can. Okay, because yes, I, I know he put, a, he put the hat on, looked in the mirror like, I'm a bad bitch. I know he had to say that. I know he had to say that. Like, he he had his wife's hat on, look like the undertaker. I thought, you know, that or he's going to be uh, the young uh, from uh, Shao Kahn from, uh, from uh, uh, not Shao Kahn, whatever his name is, from uh, Mortal Kombat. He's going to throw the hat and the spikes on it. Oh, so, Raiden. Raiden. <laughs> I don't know. Raiden. But anyways, uh, (laughs) stupid as shit. So he's going to be booty popping his ass in the mirror. All right, here we go. Hey, hey. Doing something. Maybe doing some tricks. Uh, Anyways, let's keep it moving. Um, So 
Now we move on, y'all. I know this is what you came for if you are watching UFC tonight. Huge, huge, huge card tonight going on in the T-Mobile Vegas. Well, T-Mobile Arena, excuse me, yeah. in Vegas. So let's go ahead and go through these fights. Obviously, we'll keep the co-main and, and main for last. But I know there is a little bad boy that you want to talk about and a legacy fighter that he is fighting. So tell us more about this, my friend. We, are, we, are, we, are we talking about Mr. Tony Ferguson? We are. Yes, we are. We're talking about Mr. Tony. Okay, so, oh boy, where do we start with Tony Ferguson? He's won the... He's lost six in a row. That's where we can start. Six, six L's in a row. Let me let me break this down. His last loss was to Bobby Green Omar. And before that, it was Nate Diaz. And I, I broke these fights down and the nature of how he lost, okay? Two submissions, okay? A triangle and rear naked choke. Knocked out by uh, Michael Chandler. And that was, that was the same night as when Canelo Alvarez lost to uh, Dimitri Bivol. That was my birthday about two years ago. Um, and uh, he that's when he took the front kick, kind of like Leo Machido. Leoto Machida when he hit uh, Randy Couture with that. And, I mean, it was like a like a crane-style kick to the face, smell my toes, go to sleep. One of those. That might have been one of the most disgusting knockouts I've ever oh. seen. His face just like in slow motion, his jaw just like, oh. Gross. I mean, Randy, Randy uh, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Anderson Silva did that to Vitor Belfort also, that front kick crane-style. You know, like feet, toes to the face is it's us. Rex Ryan would love it. But anyways, so that's one one loss like that. I know you pop on that one. Uh, he lost uh, two decisions to uh, Charles Oliveira and uh, uh, Darnoush. He lost to them, and then one TKO by Justin Gagey. So, in his six year, six uh, six loss streak, he's lost every which way. So that's six sides of an ass whooping. He's uh, he's done gotten his last his last six fights. Okay. Um, not size of an ass whooping. Anyway, he can lose, he's done it. Okay. He might trip on his way to cage and lose that way from no contest. I'm sorry. Look, you're 39 years old. I can tell because your hairline shows you need to stop. I know he's training with David Goggins and, and he's doing all that motivational speech and stuff like that. He's setting you up for a motivational ass whooping because Patty Pimplin is coming in. This is a young kid. They're trying to market from England. He had a sus he had a questionable last fight against uh, Jared Gordon, which I actually thought he lost. But this guy's his UFC debut, uh, knockout with punches. Second fight, rear naked choke. Third fight, knockout with punches. Fourth fight, rear naked choke. Third fight, I mean, uh, sorry, fifth fight, uh, uh, knockout with punches, I believe. No, rear naked choke. And then it was the, uh, the decision. So they're marking this guy to be the next big thing overseas, you know, because you got Tom Aspinall, who they love in Great Britain. They love in England. Patty Pimpleton, they love him in England. Leon Edwards, they try to market him, but people don't care about him because he has no personality. We'll get to him later. But... You know, the, you'll see, you ever heard of an industry plant like a Takashi 69 or Ice Spice, people like that? They say that the industry put into the game. That is what Patty Pimpleton is. Uh, I'm not going to call him his nickname because it's, it's very suspect, but, you know, you know his nickname? Yeah, I'm not saying it. The Batty. <laughs> that's why I said it earlier. The Patty, though, you know what? But uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. call another man Batty. Come on. But, anyways. That's, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's weird. The, they're pumping him up to be, you know, the next big thing, and they need to. Well, they wanted that, to that. be the next Conor McGregor. That's what they yeah. wanted to be. Let's just see. He, he, right. going to be that too, but he's he has. Well, that's another, that's another podcast. But but he has, but he has won six in a row because they've been setting him up to win, right? Yeah, and he's 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 producing. I'm not knocking his game. He, I, I'm actually a fan. I think he's a good fighter, and unfortunately, Tony Ferguson is a sacrificial lamb. You know what I'm saying? He needs it. They're they're saying, okay, this guy needs to get a name. 
let's get somebody like Tony Ferguson. And that's Dana White's MO, right? Doesn't yep. he like use the old fighters on the downside to boost up his young yep. fighters? You got to use somebody. You have to, the way the fight game works, you can fight prospects all you want, but you, for a person to make that next level before they uh, get to the upper echelon of fighters, you got to fight a name who's declining. It's, it happens in all across all sports. Okay, you got to fight somebody, that middle-of-the-road person, that semi got a name. Like in boxing when Julio Cesar Chavez was getting put up against everybody, basically. (sighs) I got my issues with him, but yeah. You know, I... I, I, Hey, I'm not gonna start. <laughs> we, we, we 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 will not promote his character on this. Nah, no, Chavez is the man. Chavez is the man. It's just that Boxing I wise, yeah. certain fighters that that look like me, they they don't have a fair shake against him. Pernell Whitaker, uh, Motor Taylor, they didn't have a fair shake. That Ooh, Pernell Whitaker Pernell, won that fight. That, that was, was my draw. man. Sweet Pea is one of the reasons why I watch Sweet Pea, baby. That's Virginia seven five seven. Where you're at right now, hey. represent rest in peace. But you know, Chavez. I mean, come on, man. He he, he fought a lot of. Back to UFC. I'm about to get canceled. But uh, so now Tony Ferguson's get his ass whooped. Point blank period. Ass whooped. You can go on go on uh, uh FanDuel, uh Bet Us, any other website Sub that doesn't support us. Bangers. Anyone that doesn't support us, yeah, go ahead and put the so money. So you don't on. think he has a chance for even a knockout? Like knockout, not even a knockout. You just say that. He has a small chance for a submission. I say that. A small chance for a submission. Uh if he did a submission, cool. I just was six fought six fight losing streak. That's bad. Um, and it's not like like if you watch that Nate Diaz fight, he looked oof, he looked bad. He looked old. He looked and old. he looked very old. And Bobby Green fight, he had some he looked okay in some points, but Bobby Green is like a C level fighter. So that kind of tells but you. But as you as you mentioned, a lot of people have said Patty shouldn't have won that last fight that he fought against uh what was that? Gordon. The old Gordon's, Gordon. good. Gordon's a good young fighter though. It's not like you know, okay. uh, it was a nobody. The guy's actually right. a decent guy. Um, okay. So that's why I think they're putting him against uh, Tony Ferguson for that. And so, and, and so put this question to you, just like I put the Jake Paul question to you. I know Patty's a lot younger, but do you see Patty winning a title at any point? I mean, because that's why they're doing this. That's why they're getting him to hit him to beat Ferguson. I could, I could him. see, I could see him winning a title. I could be him. I could see him being a strong title contender. Okay, I don't see him. And, but just, you know, Dana White automatically at some point is going to put him in. It's just if he, wins, yeah, if he keeps winning, right. yeah, they they will. But um, I I would have to. Who's see the more champion in his division champion. right now? Uh, that is the one seventy, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that's that's uh that's, that's Leon Edwards. Oh, he's in that same division. Oh, no. Yeah, I, uh, me, double check on that one. But no, nah, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and double check. You, yeah, go ahead and do your I, thing. I, I think uh, I think he's in that division. That's a lighter. little. That's a little suspect. He's not gonna make it in that division. Yeah, because um, it's, it's Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Or no, right, what about one fifty five? It got to be lighter than one set. He ain't that big. I don't think. Yeah, no. Because uh, yeah, go ahead. You're good. You're good. No, no, no. You're you're good. We'll come back to that. I'll get that for you. Yeah. Um, but let's go. Let's go ahead and move on to the other one next to that, that one that you don't really want to talk about, but we're going to touch on just for a second because the guy you used to love, the guy you used to hype up, and now you've just thrown him in the trash, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, going against. Uh, I don't want to ruin this, but Shamzat uh, Kamzev, or I think I got that wrong. That's that's Shamzat Shamayev you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, I completely yeah. It's, it's it's a hard name to pronounce, but uh, no, nah, I used to like Wonderboy. He's karate style size. I think he's from Nashville too. But uh, 
I, I think he's from that. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, the Wonder Boy, he, he's a beast. But that that side style, like that Leota Machido, that 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 karate style that he does, he has some good good fights with um with uh Tyron Woodley. Um, you know that was, that was when Woodley was in his prime. But um, I mean Thompson, he's a better looking Tony Ferguson, being that he's long in a tooth. I mean I think he was 38, 37. He's up there. So um, I hate to say it, it was a bad. I hate to say it. But uh, sit your old ass down. <laughs> it's, it's time. It's Thompson, Stephen Thompson. I, I love you like a play cousin, but it's it's time. I don't. Bro, I don't see him. Bang. I don't see him waiting this. Just I don't see him waiting Yeah, this. I, don't, I don't see it either. I, I, I can see. I, I need a caveat on this because I know you have a caveat for this. There's got to be a caveat that he can win. Oh yeah, I mean, gotta if be. it's a caveat, he'll he'll get him on points. He'll he'll. Uh, Stephen Thompson, he wonderful. He'll outpoint you to death. I mean, he's he'll, a striker though, too. Could he just? Yeah, so say he'll outpoint you with the points with the strikes. He'll okay. out, like a decision. He'll he'll get him. But he won't knock him out though. I could. Who last time he knocks one out? Uh, I yeah, I know. don't see. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't see a knockout. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, hey, that's what's up. But hey, all right. Club bigger caveat. Uh, here's his club. Here's a caveat. It could be mm-hmm. Founder Youth Night, and both of them, uh, him and Ferguson, both get a, a second round knockouts. How about that? Let's go. You know what I'm saying, hedge your Let's bets go. with that. Hedge your bets. By, uh, by the way, just to update you, Patty is in the lightweight division. Yeah, 155. Holy yeah, cannolis, so, dude. Yeah, he, Poirier, like, Gaethje, Ma- Mahachev. Come on now, really? Islam will will, will, will will baptize. He'll turn the muscle. Well, he will eat him. He will eat his. You know Whoa. what? Pause. Yes. Wow. I said that for a reason. That's how bad he will beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how bad he will beat his ass. All right, let's move on to the co-main event. We got, uh, oh, God, here we go again. Pantoja. Um, Panto- there you go. Alexander Pantoja versus Brandon Roy Val. Right? Oh, yeah. So um, these are some... These are some up and coming fighters. They're both up and coming. Um, you know, uh, hold on one second, buddy. One second. I know. Hold on. Um, it's a. Uh, I know, right? Hold on. Hey, let me let him go, and I'll be right back. All right. So, uh, Pantoja versus. Um, uh, geez, now he's got me all messed up. Mor- uh, damn, Moreno. Not- Brandon Raval. Raval. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this. Uh, what are your thoughts on this fight? While I get this little munchkin off of me. So I think uh, like Pantoja's the man. Okay, I like this last fight. He's he fought for his mother. Basically saying that uh, you know uh, uh, this fight is for my mother. She uh, she raised me, my, my my siblings. You know, so everything I do is for her, and I, I just love hearing that. And now he wants to dedicate the fight to his to his father as well. So you know, he's all about your respect and, and honor and things like that. So. Um, they fought before. I'm gonna say it was. I wrote it down. Somewhere. It was like 2001. They fought prior and uh, Pantoja won. And since then, uh, uh, Rovell's been on a, a three fight winning streak. So you know uh, th- this fight's gonna be the first fight was a fire of the night, so it was a barn burner. And Pantoja likes putting on fights. This man will, will go at these guys with 125 pounds. These these dudes they 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 put those deep beaters on each other. You know what I'm saying? And and that's a pause already. So. I put it like this. I go with Pantoja because you know he's. I, I like when I hear fighters fighting with some type of uh, chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? Like coming up through a struggle, coming up through something of that nature. You know, I, I, I like fighters doing that, but I, I got I got Pantoja. Now at the flyweight, though, these boys are both you know brawlers. They're not afraid to come in and just yep. throw those, as you said, dick beaters. So when I that happens, though. 
Oh, my bad. Whoops. All right. Well, hey, here they are. Here we are. And here we are. I don't know. Um, so could not uh, could not um, Roy Val catch him and, you know, end it with a club or caveat, possibly? He could, but it's one of those things where they fought already and he lost by near uh, rear naked choke. So and they went at it, that fight. Um, that was actually a fight of the night uh, when they did fight. And um, so... It, it is. It could happen. Um, I don't see this fight going the distance. Um, it's, okay. it's, I would say a toss up, but I'm going with more on the Pontoja side because uh, he's this guy's beating Brand Moreno twice, and that's just ridiculous. Brand Moreno's up now. His deep, his defense is horrible, though. Oh, it's all it's god awful. His defense. Okay. Is- Hit me. That's his so he's just going to have to catch him, and that's it. Yeah. He's going to catch him. Okay. Now, now with that style of fighting, it catches up too fast. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, there's no decline. It just, boom, it happens, and you're just a chinny fighter. As for You were telling year. me about that. You yeah, were telling me last time, I think last time we talked, you were telling me about the fighters that get into those brawls all the time and how their careers end early because of all the hits that they take oh, yeah. to the head. Oh, yeah. Look at Chuck Liddell. You know, mm-hmm. people like that, like Rich Franklin knocked him out. People were just knocking him out. Like, he could sneeze and, oh, fall asleep, you know. Uh, I had knocked somebody out like that one time. I slapped him one time. I got arrested for noise pollution. It was ridiculous. But um, so it's <laughs> the, the thing about that is if, you, if you're if you one of those fighters, uh, like in boxing, Jared Hurd, a lo- great fighter, another DMV fighter from uh, PG County, um, Akiki, to be announced, uh, be correct. But uh, he, later in his career, uh, he was just like to get hit and then hit back. You can't continue to get hit like that and just still sustain that style. It just, it doesn't work. It's not one fighter. I mean, we all love watching uh, Ricardo Mayorga. You know, you cannot get hit and, you know, your brain can take but so much punishment. You're not going to stay uh, stay with it. So, you know, it, that's where, you know, yes, Ravel has to do has a chance to to win because you never know when that's going to happen with that style of fighter. Um, you know, you can't just get taken out at any time. But I think Pantoja, he's he's on top of his game right now. So I don't think Ravel can win. If he does win, uh, it would be a knockout. I, I think he would by a knockout. You know, I say that watch it be a freaking. Uh, Clever caveat. Um, awesome. All right. Well, thank you for that expert analysis. We really appreciate that. Let's move on to the main event. The welterweight title. I'm not going to steer your shine there. Is that Miguel Buffer? Uh, that was Miguel Buffer. <laughs> oh, my God. I got I, I to go. So I can't. I, I have nowhere to go. I want to go laugh so bad. I have nowhere to go. He just called me Miguel Buffer, son. He called me Miguel. What the fuck? All right. Wow, that was good. I'm never going to forget Miguel Buffer. Yo, Bajo was acting like Pedro yesterday. He was like, uh, shout out Papa Pedro. But he was out here like sweeping the rake. He was like, I'm about to pull Pedro. I was like, dude, I just got here. Can we just like hang out and drink a beer? <laughs> now he had to start cleaning. I was like, all right, whatever. That's anyway, right there. let's move on to the main event. We have the welterweight champion, Ooh. Leon Edwards, who took out our boy and great champion, Kamaru Usman, not once, but twice. Now, let's preface this. Colby Covington is coming off a two-year layoff. Uh, well, maybe a little bit less because he got his ass whooped by Jorge Masvidal. Uh, so, you know, that was there in the middle. But anyways, you have a wrestler, Colby Covington, coming back. Obviously, um, uh, wrestling is more about the knowledge and skill of the wrestling and your cardio versus Edwards, who, by the way, showed fantastic 
takedown defense against Kamar Usman in those first two fights. How do you see this playing out with his takedown defense against Covington's wrestling? And, uh, and on the opposite point, do you think that Edwards, who is a great striker, can, uh, or sorry, rather, do you think Covington, who's not as a great striker, can keep up with Edwards, who is a great striker? Uh, yeah, I'll get to particulars and then I'll get with my beef with Covington after this. Uh, so, backstory on Covington, you know, this guy is high pressure wrestling, okay? Yes, Leon Edwards did get up from uh, Carl Kamar Usman, but Usman was already kind of in that mode of, I want to stand up. That's the reason why he got sent to the shadow realm with that head kick uh, in the first fight. Fifth round, all he had to do was just keep wrestling him and take him down and just break his will. His will was broken. Like he's about to cry in the, in the, in, the, in between rounds. His, his quarterman's yelling at Leon Edwards, come on, you got to, you're man up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Give him that positive reinforcement they needed because he just looked so disheveled, getting his ass whipped the last four rounds. And then uh, they noticed he kept on, Usman kept on putting his hands down, wanting to stand up. Um, and then, you know, I think it was a left kick or right kick to the face he went to sleep you know he was he was trying to find frodo put that ring on he was he was sleeping right now right then but um covington my problem with covington is that i looked at his resume and i was like okay yes covington outside the cage you know at the time when the political stuff was going on super super trump and you know you could trigger a lot of people by saying trump which is stupid uh people get mad oh who cares if it's trump i don't care if it's thump but uh shout out to uh, jyd but uh it's it's my thing is this um, Covington's he's he's a great seller. He can sell a fight. Okay, he got that that MAGA crowd. He's always Trump, DeSantis, all that stuff. Trump's gonna be there tonight to support him, which is cool. That's bringing eyes. You know, he knows how to sell a fight, and whoever's fighting him isn't complaining about that pay per view check that they get because he can sell the fight. But if you look at, I mean, you look at his fights. You lost to Usman twice. All right, so that's probably the best person you fought. Other than that, you fought a Damian Maya. You fought uh. Uh, the a common opponent was uh, uh, Rafael dos Santos, uh, dos Anjos, and you fought Robbie Lawler and Tyron Woodley after Woodley lost to Usman. So it's not like Covington has ripped through the whole division. He barely fights, and the fact that he's been out of fighting in the last two years, he fought he fought Jorge Masvidal, who wasn't even a top fighter at the time, it was more a grudge match, and then he gets a title shot now, and those charges got dropped against uh, Masvidal after he cracked his uh, fake tooth his fake teeth, I'm sorry, and broke his Rolex. And he, to say that man ran behind a hostess desk at a restaurant to get away from Masvidal on the street. So you talk all this all this stuff about you're tough. And then when someone sees you on the street, you know, you you act a certain way. And that's what he gets. We're going to get to him, him in his mouth because at that time with Masvidal, he was saying, talk about his kids, talk about his ex-wife, you know, things of that nature. You don't you do not do that stuff, okay? And you wonder why he saw, he saw him on the street and then he would run behind a hostess desk and call the police. How tough are you? You know what I'm saying? I have so, a question, uh, follow yeah. up real quick. What restaurant was it? Uh, it was probably, uh, it was in Miami, so it was probably like, like uh It was like Applebee's was, or uh, TGI Friday's? I don't know if it was, well, I hear at Applebee's, allegedly, they like to watch porn, they let the people watch pornos at the, the bar, allegedly. Oh but, my uh, God. How do you remember that? You gotta remember everything. How do everything. you remember, remember that? Everything. So, yeah, so I think, uh, <laughs> I got him. I told you I'd get over to Pop at least once or twice. But the thing about that is Kobe Covington is the king of talking stuff, but in the street, eh, whatever. And Leon Edwards, you know, this guy, he's my problem with Leon Edwards, like I mentioned with Joshua Parker, this guy does not know how to, uh, 
he gets very beaten fast. He's like, if you like when, when Usman wrestled him down, he was kind of just a shovel. Like, oh, why am I here? I'm getting my butt whipped. You know, the confidence level is at an all time low with him sometimes. And he's a hell of a fighter. I mean, this man has won, uh, what, 12 out of 11 out of his last 12 fights. And the one fight he didn't win was a no contest against Bilal Muhammad, who he should be fighting again for the belt. But, you know, since Kobe dropped those charges against Masvidal, he gets a title shot, which is just, I don't know. It's just crazy the way this happened. But, you know, uh, you look at uh, Leon Edwards' uh, resume, it's way better. He's beaten Usman twice. He's beaten Nate Diaz. He's beaten uh, uh, Vicente Lupe. He's beaten uh, Rafael Dos Santos, uh, Cowboy Donald Cerrone. You know, so he has a way better, way better resume than, than Kobe Covington. So, uh, you know, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm leaning towards Leon in this fight. Leaning towards Leon. Club bangers. Now, Kobe, before the press conference, I had Kobe winning this fight. So this is going to be my caveat right here. And I honestly do think Kobe's going to win this fight because his wrestling isn't like Usman's wrestling. Kobe has an unlimited gas tank. He's pressure, 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 and he's going to stay on you. Usman's, Usman wanted to stand up and do all that stuff. Kobe's not going to want to do all that stuff. So I'm go- I had Kobe winning this fight. Because he was going to break Leon. And he has a, I thought he was going to do it. But because of that press conference, I cannot back him. So that would just be a caveat. Club banger. So what's your club now, banger then again? Now, 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 should I say, do you know what happened at the press conference, Omar? No, I do not know what happened. What happened at the press conference? So when they were going back, so Kobe came to the press conference with a Make America Great Again hat. He always wears that. That's who cares. Oh, God. And then he wore the, uh, Outfit like he was a wig. There's no like politics he was... here, y'all. We don't care. Yeah, I don't Cover care. D and I both hate politics, so we don't care. I, I, we just hate you... politicians. That's it. That's it. And uh, oh, sidebar! Shout out to my man Tijuana Jack. He had a little cigar function last night. I was there yes. in in the house. You know, what I'm saying check out Cigar Life on a uh, on a uh, on Instagram. Check out the where Cut does he man live podcast. out now? Uh, he's down in Stafford. Okay. But uh, check out the Cut Man podcast on Instagram. That's that's my guy right there. But uh anyways, love you. Um, but yeah, so in 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 the um press conference, this man had a suit on like he was George Washington, okay? Talking junk saying this is going to be 1776 is 1776 is the re- revolution. You know, we're going to beat England cuz Leon Edwards is, is from England. Oh, okay, okay. So like, wait, it's just one of those things, you know. It's, it's cool. It's cool. I, I I rock with it, you know, American whatever. But he but, goes too far with his trash talking. And, and, and that's where I'm going to get to. So he told Leon Edwards, I'm going to take you to seven levels of hell or whatever it was mm. so we can say hello to your father. No! Yeah, he, he said that. And Leon Edwards threw a Google water bottle at him because Leon Edwards, his dad was killed in a nightclub when he was 13 years old. Yo! Okay? When, his, when his dad was killed in a nightclub, Leon Edwards went to, when you don't have that strong father figure, you know, this is what happens. He went to a life of selling drugs, um, uh, knife possession, doing wrong stuff, changed his life around when his mother put him in MMA at age 17. So MMA has literally saved this man's life. Okay? So for Kobe to say that, for someone to say that shit, you have to know that you're already defeated, so you have to basically pick up their emotions to get a rise out of them. So he goes I don't even the fight care like if I, I don't even care if the dude and his dad don't talk anymore. I don't even care if they hate each other. You don't say some shit like that. You don't. That's messed up. 
You know, and all a lot of fighters, a lot of ex-fighters are talking about Kobe Covington saying you're a bitch for saying that. When I, I agree, I, I haven't winning this fight because he says some sucker shit like that. Oh, uh, Leon Edwards, my knockout. I don't care if I'm wrong, but I want Leon Edwards to knock him. I'm with you. I want him to knock those fake teeth out. I want him to knock his hairline further back. I want him to knock his voting rights away. I'm tired of Kobe Covington and his stupid shit. Whoop his ass. And and, and Leon has a younger brother named Fabian Edwards. He lost uh, to a title fight in Bellator uh, a couple months ago. I hope he jumped the cage. You know, act like it's hell in a cell. Jump in there. Whoop his ass, too. Okay. You know, why would you talk about his dad like that. Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you get out of that? Yo, I fuck somebody up. I'm I don't sorry. understand. Like, you're you're going to see them regardless of fight. You don't need that to sell the fight. That's right. why I draw the line. And this is going to give them more motivation to kick your ass. Yeah, so he, he said he said the comment. You know, so I think personally, he did it because he knows he's defeated. He knows he probably can't beat him. So he has to get him off his game plan on, on so he's just going to go in reckless and Kobe take him down and wrestle him, do whatever he has to do to beat him. But that's kind of so- that's kind of right there and so what happens if leon edwards or even more uh more entertainingly what happens if colby covington wins this fight who is next for this uh winner Ooh, 170 that's a good question uh well they're already talking um because they have bilal muhammad as the backup the law should be do you Belal think should he should have been? Okay, he, okay. He should have been there. He should have been there. He's been on a win streak. He's so you think that Covington, as a friend of Dana White, as a as a you know uh, a friend of the of the party, mm-hmm. uh, was able to be moved ahead after two years of not fighting, um, and uh, ahead of Bilal Muhammad? And so you believe that Bilal Muhammad actually deserved this fight tonight? Bilal Muhammad should have had this fight because him and Leon Edwards fought before, but it was no contest due to a poking eye when uh, Muhammad got poked in the oh, eye. Oh, that's right. I remember nasty. that. Yeah. So um, that's part of his 12-fight or 11-fight winning streak. Um, but that fight should already happen. Um, Bilal Muhammad fought Sean Brady and knocked him out. Looked great in that fight. Um, you know, I'm not going to get to political or religious aspects of why they want to push him when they already push Khabib. But... Um, but they're pushing all of those fighters yeah, because they, they want they another do. That's Khabib. Why I said it's not, it's, that's why I said it's I not. I think a, Dana White saw Khabib and was like, this is my golden goose, and now I'm going to try to replicate this every time. Well, you got to understand. Like, well, you got to understand Khabib, where he's from in Dagestan, and Khabib has strong connections with Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. That fight against Conor McGregor, that was the, the highest grossing fight ever uh, viewed. Because they're trying to get that market out there in Saudi Arabia, and they fight in Abu Dhabi. That's why Islam fights out there, and that's why Hamza fights out there and lives out there now. So they they they're trying to build that's a block point. They're trying to build that base there out in uh, the Middle East. Okay, so um, that, that that factors in too. Bilal Muhammad's from like Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he has he's he's Muslim, but he's not from out there. It's not, it's a little different. So. And Kobe Covington, hate him, or, hate him or love him, he brings viewers to watch. You know what I'm saying? Comes out with the Kurt Angle music. You know, I respect some of his stuff, but that stuff's just too low, what I just mentioned. So a lot of stuff you got to understand is they got to make money. And uh, Bilal but, Muhammad uh, but, first. But to continue on that point, though, Nurgat Nurmagomedov, his cousin is the champion of, was the champion of Bellator, correct? Uh, Umar, yeah. 
Umark, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now the built, now uh, PFL bought that. So, But he got caught with steroids, so who knows what's going to happen with that. That's another story of, of are they doping over there. Well, that's a really great segue, though, because I know that you don't want to really talk about this, but we have a fan question uh, that comes from Bellator over PFL. So this person obviously must have loved Bellator. PFL recently bought out Bellator because Showtime... Uh, sports pretty much shut down their boxing and MMA Ooh, and everything. Had to say something. Yeah, so, so what do you think about that? And go ahead into the Showtime stuff, too. Yeah, so tonight, uh, Dave Morrell, uh, he is a Cuban fighter. He fights tonight on Showtime. This will be Showtime's last boxing event on their network. And when this happens, I will be turning in my Xfinity um, cable box. We're going with YouTube TV. A lot of you suckers are dusty. Was that the last? Was that the last straw before you quit cable? Yeah, I, got to, I don't need for it. I don't. I have no need. For it. No need. I'm going. I'm going to YouTube TV. Okay. A lot of y'all are dusty. Be still in cable, and I'm telling. But I don't do that. I'm getting YouTube TV. I already got it now for a Sunday ticket. So yeah, I'm trying to get it on Monday. I was going to watch this last event this Saturday, and then uh, just turn in my box. I, I just don't need it no more. But uh, yeah, Dave Morrell tonight on your showtime. This is the last time after 37 years, that's 37 years of boxing, the greats of uh, the greats fought on showtime, and now it's no more. And that's why boxing is, you know, is what it is. Where it's, I mean, that's, that saddens me. That that very much saddens me. Now, obviously, we're in the age of cable cutting, cord cutting, whatever you want to call it. You are all going streaming. I mean, I did it a long time ago. I haven't paid for cable for fucking since I lived in Nashville. I haven't paid for cable in years. And I've gone streaming, but this is the end of an era. Yeah. This is the end of the Pernell Whitaker you talked about, the Julio Cesar Chavez, the Oscar. Well, no, Oscar was on HBO. Um, I'm starting to mix up my fighters now, but it does. Uh, Mike Tyson, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Bernard Hot. Like there was a lot of fighters fought on on uh, on Showtime. Um, they had a Showbox series that was kind of like rival to Boxing After Dark. Which will come on Fridays. Um, the next generation, you know, Andre uh, Sog Ward. A lot of guys fought Bad Chad Dawson. He would fight on both. A lot of people would fight on Showtime. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I grew up, like I said, me and my brother and my dad. Uh, we would go over our dad's house. Or we, we, we were oh, Willie Coltrane. All we would do. Shout out to my dad. He just had a hip replacement surgery last week. But um, so love you, we, brother. Hope you're doing better. We would we would stay up and watch boxing, boxing and Def Comedy Jam all the time at the house. You know what I'm saying? So what Def Comedy? That that raised me. You know, so watching boxing on Showtime HBO that was the best. Somebody so, laughed at Def Comedy Jam. I love it. I love it. Somebody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Def Comedy Jam was the beast. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, you know, it's the end of an era. That's kind of sad, actually. You're right. I think that. Uh, we should have a shot tonight and uh, comm- commiserate the end of an era. Because honestly, what else does Showtime have? Anyways, I don't know. I don't have it. But cheers, Showtime. Oh, can it get in? Can it see it? Okay, there we go. Ah, can it get in the? Uh, oh, it might get clear. There we oh, go. There Old granddad. Old granddad. Mm, there we go. go. All right. Um, all right. Well, let us move on to the fan Q and A, my friend. Uh, the first uh, and only question we have this week is. Clarissa Shields was shown in a fight with a dude. I'm very confused. I don't know what happened. I didn't see this. Can you inform me if this is a true thing or is this a fake mailbag question? Well, so there's a video of her when she sparred this fighter who doesn't fight anymore. This happened like five years ago. And uh, the dude caught her with a 
the left hook and she went she went she went down yeah <laughs> it's pretty bad and um i mean women spar with men so it's not it's not uncommon it's just the men don't go as hard as usual um against the women uh, sometimes i mean it's just it just is what it is we're just built different so the dude caught her and she got laid out and it's it's one of those things where uh I don't know who leaked the footage or why it was leaked, but she's going around saying she could beat Keith Thurman and she could beat all these other fighters like Rolly Ramirez. And uh, she's a great fighter, but she, it's not like she's knocking women out left and right. She, she Her knockout rate's very low and she's not, you know, she's probably the best female fighter I've ever seen. But when it comes to fighting a man, hell no. Uh, Lu- Lucille Riker, I think could fight a man. Uh, Cyborg, even though she's only had one or two boxing matches, I can see her against a man and maybe doing Looking okay. like a man. No, let me not yeah. say that. Hey, you my yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> now. But uh, she, she's more of a finesse fighter, which is great. I, I love Carissa Shields, but the whole you beating up man, let's just stop that, okay? Um, it reminds me of, of what we talked about on, on the bottom line sports. Shout out to Flo, shout out to Canteen, shout out to Jake, and my man, my man sports professor over there who I'm talking to right now. So it, this is the thing, what I said on there, when the WNBA wanted to uh, build up their ratings and stuff like that, step one, don't bash men. Because if you want men to watch, don't talk about men, all right? Because the women aren't are supporting, okay? So you cannot bash the people, the potential viewers by bashing them. So if you go around saying, we could do this, we don't need a man, da, 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 well, then a man's not going to want to watch, okay? Oh, no I have to, been yeah. I have been thinking, I can't believe you, you said need that. To bash. Me and you have never talked about this particular subject, but I have been thinking that for months. Like, I support women's sports. I like watching the WNBA. I watch it. I have ESPN Plus, so I watch it fucking field hockey if it comes on. Um, but I like WNBA. I really do. But the fact is, if you're good, no, you're naked. Go over there, boy. Oh, hell no. Uh, Come on. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, get out of live TV. We're live to me. Oh, yeah. Get, he's, right, he's literally right behind uh, you. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to go Jesus blank. Christ. You, you take, you take uh, care. Yeah, of it, all right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, just, so, man, say so women's, 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 women's fighting or women's basketball or women's whatever. If you want more respect, I love you too. If you want more respect, don't. Um, no, you got to get out of here. If the, if you want more respect, you got to not put down the men. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 one of those things because you can't. Uh, I'm not getting too political on the the people that back the women's sports wholeheartedly and a lot of their uh, um, athletes, like the women's soccer team, who's phenomenal and should get all the publicity and pay they they deserve, but. You cannot bash the people you want watching your stuff because the people of your own gender aren't watching your stuff. That's the problem. Okay, if the women aren't watching women's stuff, um, that's issue in its own. But you can't alienate everyone else and say you guys are wrong. You guys are this, that, and third for not watching. No, no, no. Don't come at it with that that style because it's not going to work. Okay, that's the problem with that. I think prelims are on an eight, I believe. Yeah, yeah they're on, on eight PM. Yep, yep. And you're right. Some women think they can they can take men, and it's been proven. You know, uh, some instances where, like Lucille Riker, who's a great female fighter, who Layla Ali was avoiding, she fought a man and she went to sleep. I, I forgot what round it was, but she she fought a like a lower rate boxer back in the day. You can you can uh, YouTube that. She went to sleep. She was a great female fighter. She was in the uh, the movie. Uh, uh, with with uh, Hillary Swank and Clint Eastwood, I forgot the name of it, but uh, she was the female fighter that was in that. But um, yeah, I mean, some female fighters think they could beat men, but let's just 
nah, I mean, not. I mean, maybe there are some out there. I'm not gonna say no, but it's just, that's a small percentage, and you have to look at the skill level of the guy that she's gonna fight. And so, so I mean, Clarissa Shields is obviously the best. Uh, you call her the best. I don't know. I guess yeah, Mexican Taylor to... and, and Serena. They're they're good. She's good, but she can't beat a man. Is he got clothes on? No, he has clothes on now. Thank oh, God. Thank you. Jesus, good Lord. I hope I hope none of you saw this kid's naked body. I apologize. Oh my kids. God! What is the Bajuan? Come on! Gotta get your kids. <laughs> Gotta get your kids. Get this your is, children. This is this is y'all. This is why I have not had kids yet. This is why I avoid this sort of thing whenever I can. But I had to come I'm see my brother. I love my Gross. brothers, and yeah, we we're about to get canceled. But there was no nudity. I blocked it with my arms, and now we're just gonna go have a fun time. We're gonna barbecue. We're gonna grill out, and uh, uh, and I'm gonna forget that that ever happened on my live TV show. Yes, I know. I love you too, son. No, Santi, you gotta go. <laughs> Give me your last five minutes, please, brother. I love you. All right. So that being said, I know everybody's laughing at us. Yes, you can laugh at us. Yes, that's fine. Um, but we're here at least, and we're here for you, and we love you. And Cubberdy, do you have any other news for the fans before we get out of here? You know, everybody, hey, thanks for uh, tuning in. I appreciate it, all y'all. You know, hey, it's, 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 it's uh, you know, it's, uh, was it 13 nothing? Pittsburgh's up right now, so anyone who's not watching the game want to want to tune in. So. Me, because I have a bunch of non-sports watchers in here, and I can't even get a damn you game on. Into. You knew what you was getting into. Let's I know. Dude, I tried to watch football earlier, and he put it on uh, Creed. I was like, you've seen this movie 15 times. I'm shocked he didn't put it on anime. But anyways, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, thank you everybody checking out, checking us out. And I did preface this on my uh, my page that I will explain my fear of ducks. Um, you so, promised us a video a year ago, and we still haven't. I didn't that say video. video. I said I will feed a duck. I didn't say when I would do on it. video though. You no, said. no, I said I will feed ducks. A picture of me feeding a duck. That's fine. All right. If anybody but, thinks that Cubberdy should feed a duck on video, please email us. <laughs> and if we get ten emails. That say they want Cubberty to feed a duck. We're gonna have Cubberty feed a duck on live TV. Uh, we'll see about this live. But everyone knows I'm, I'm afraid of ducks. Okay, I'm, I'm terrified of ducks. All right, I, I don't go near a duck. A goose, we got geese, more people watching go. now than ever. They're listening to ducks. Huh? <laughs> do you want to tell your duck story now that we have? Ah, do we'll do. You know, enough people talk about. It. I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. But yeah, you know, I was terrified. I won't go. I don't go near ducks. You know what I'm saying? Like so, whatever. You, so we have a. Moms and ex-wives be asking me up to go for walks in the park. I gotta be, I gotta preface, I gotta look at the area, make sure there's no ducks around there. You know what I'm saying? Because they be like that romantic stuff, and I'll be into that. So we have a question from Bottom Line Sports. That's Flo. I think that's the way I, you, you know. I, it's, it's hard. It's hard to listen to a man who sleeps shirtless when another man in another room snoring away. Okay, it's it's hard to like Flo. Calm down, okay. Calm down. Calm down. Relax. Love you like there were kids. there were rumors. I was not there, but there oh, were rumors I, I, I saw that flow that flow was cutting some logs. <laughs> man, was, man was topless. He was topless sleeping next to my man, and, and then canteen. He, he saw him, and then he had the thing on a. I saw a, a feather go up and down. When he was <laughs> a feather was going up and down, just snoring like God, man. Not topless with the feather. Oh. I know they got. I know they got called up by the by uh, uh, room service. Tell them to uh, quiet that down in there. Oh my God, that's Jesus. tremendous. All right, hey. Shout out to Flo. Hey. I got the bio also. Shout out to my man Flo out there. I love you, bro. No, most definitely. Shout out to Flo. Shout out to Ken. Shout out. I had a shirt on, he says. I don't know if that's true. 
I don't know that's true. I, don't know, that's I think this. I think video caught you with your shirt off. Yeah. And now he's trying to put ducks on you. That doesn't bother me. When you're snoring, you're yeah. You're, you're, you're it's ducks in person. I can see. I don't care if I see a duck, Howard the Duck, or whatever on TV. That don't bother me. But in person, it's a different story. So that's what don't bother me at all. Howard the Duck. What a throwback. Yeah. Wow. All right, brothers. We love you. Thank you so much, fans, for tuning in with us. This is Ball and Bud Sports and Entertainment. For now, this is Clubber D, the Combat G, my brother. Well, hold, on, off. hold on. We'll, we'll put this out there. But depending on the playoff games, I think that's playoffs time. We might uh, it might be a Friday. We'll know. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let you know. We'll see what happens. Actually, he's completely right. I think that is a playoff weekend. So we might be doing a special Thursday or Friday edition. So look out for that. It's okay. That's a month ahead. It doesn't matter. You know yeah. what you need to do right now? You need to go subscribe at Ball and Buds on YouTube. Go subscribe at Ball and Buds on YouTube and then go to Facebook and join the Bottom Line Sports. Come That's hang right. out with Clubber D. Come hang out with Flo and Canteen and Hot Take Jake and myself and the IOW Sports Network, Mar and Mel and Let's Talk Sports and all, everybody. Come hang anybody, out with us. Anybody ask about Clubber D and Ducks on the Bottom Line Show tomorrow or on Tuesday, I will get on and talk about it. I need to see that comment, though. Tune in to the bottom line. Tune in. If if anyone wants to see Clubber D on the bottom line tomorrow, we need you to submit ducks. As many ducks as you can. Duck emojis. You can send a real duck to me, and I'll take care of it as a pet. Um, you can, I really won't. Don't do that. I don't have time for no shitting pigeons. All right, duck but up. Don't watch him in the show. Don't watch. Right. Don't watch that terrible joke. Don't do that. All right, get out of here. Now you're gone. All right, hey fans, we love you. I'm not posting that terrible duck joke flow, so I'm not doing it. Uh, for myself, the sports professor, this is our star of the show, Clubber D, the Combat G. I'm over here. Your UFC and combat sports insider. Put me in. Keep talking. Put me in. He's with a million. It's that world heavyweight flow. Championship belt wrapped around my waist. Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow. Slam you on the pavement. That's why they call me Street Pro. Create heat on beat flow. Like Jordan after the second time he repeated, folks. Get ready, set, let's go. Fight toe to toe. Release the flow created by this mic pro. Lights, cameras, get low. Action back, back to back. In fact, this monster will go. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Heart like winter cold. Bust these fools. Anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning overtime. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes and looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bold. Can't prepare now. Get ready for the show. Introducing from parts unknown, your UFC and combat sports insider, Clever D, the Combat G, and the Sports Professor. <laughs> Please make sure you don't forget share this with your friends and family. Get them all to jump on the podcast train. We welcome everybody here at the Ball and Buds podcast, and we want everyone to join us. So please download, like, listen, share all over your social media. That being said, don't forget to send in those questions and comments to our new mailbox at 
Ball and Buds at MVPSMP.com. It is Ball and Buds at Amazon Mama, because I love my mama. D is in Victor, shout out Sonic Groove. P is in Papa, because I love my Papa. S is in Son, because I be sunning y'all fools. M is in Mama again, because I love my mama twice. And B is for Boy, as in Boy. If y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox and we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episodes post-show. So, again, holla at us. Yes, sir, drop that. So I'm only going to say this once. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me as the main event of WrestleMania. Acknowledge me as the champion of choice. Thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Make sure to share this on your social media and spread the word to all of your friends. We love your support here at the Ball and Buds Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Holla, five thousand.